So even if you get a slip lead and, and start with even just the sit, you know that he knows the sit. Awesome. Yes. Let's get, let's start getting him to stay. Yeah. He's pretty funny sometimes with a sit. So he'll be like at the other end of the room and I'll say, Ralph, sit. He'll either like sit where he is mm-hmm. or he'll walk up to me and sit. But sometimes he'll sit like facing like a weird direction, like facing the wall or I'm just like, <laughs> it's almost like he gets like nervous. He's like, oh, 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 oh. And then he like shuffles yeah. and then he'll sit and it's like, what are you doing? You're like facing the other way. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. Boopity boop. Boopity boo. My name's Heidi. And my name is Vero. And today we're going to talk about this new series that we found on Netflix called Canine Intervention. Yes. First, though, just because... It's new and exciting. I'm probably more obsessed than you are. But let's talk about your Popeye! Popeye! <laughs> A pop- Popeye update. <laughs> so Ralph is doing well. Mm-hmm. He's already grown. They grow so fast. His limbs are longer. His face isn't as, like, puppy-like. No? His Well, he, he's still puppy-like, changing. but yes. it's changing. Yes. Yeah, and his little, like, you know, like, under his, like, snoot, um, between, like, his nose and his, like, lip? Yeah. It's, like, a little bit darker now. Like, it's more black. hmm I'm like, oh, he's growing. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh, my God. And so his hair is a bit longer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I find I'm, like, the, um, like the adult hair. Yeah. It's, like, sticking out longer. Oh, my goodness. Yeah so cute oh my god ralph is a little golden retriever puppy for anyone who's tuning in for the first time um he's the sweetest little munchkin ever super super cute and how's the training going it's going well uh so he's very good with impulse control Mm -hmm. uh so opening the front door and just like sitting and waiting for me to say so my release word is free Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's good if I stand back but as soon as I take a step he starts so I have to work on that mm-hmm. but he'll just sit there until I either like take a step or I say free and he's very good when I put down his food he'll wait mm-hmm. so yeah so that's going well um, I'm having trouble with Ralphie while I'm preparing his food mm-hmm. he's very jumpy so it's really hard because I'm feeding him raw. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping like one hand clean. And then the other hand is like scooping the food out of the container. Yeah. And I bought these gloves. They're just awful. It's like I'll put my hand in and my hand just wants to like slip out. Oh, They're no. very like thin and they're large, but I'm just going to use them just to get through them. Yeah. So it's really hard to like scoop and then putting the food in the bowl without the glove <laughs> coming off. Yes. And then I have to control Ralph and he's jumping and I'm like, no, sit. And he sits for like five seconds and then he goes to the other side and starts jumping. Like he's a little bit better. 
So what I would suggest here is maybe like instead of at food time, um, and, and again, this is going to help even with like you're doing the whole door thing. So ho- opening the door wide up. And if you take a step, he's like going to is working on like the sit stays and he is pretty young, but I mean, I just started with Gibbs and then you build up the amount of time you can do it for. Exactly. So I can send you a video and we can maybe even post it too of Gibbs when he was a puppy and we were practicing sit stays. So what I would do is I would get the slip, the slip collar. Now, Vero, you had mentioned earlier that you had like read somewhere that uh, they don't recommend using a slip lead until like a certain age. I started from day one with Gibbon on the slip lead and that he wore around the house and everything like that. And um, I think it's more about like finding the right, there's like different types of slip leads. Like there's like super thin ones that are like on a chain. There's like cloth ones. So I had a cloth one that was like, not too big, not too small. Cause if it's small, like, yeah, you don't want to be like choking the dog or having it slip down their neck or it's not like a good fit. Right. Yeah. So mine was like this, like sort of thick, like braided sort of material. Okay. Um, oh, I think I remember seeing it in one of your pictures. Yeah. So, and you'll, you'll see it in the, in the video to the, that I share with you, but anyway, so it's, it was like a good size and a good fit for him. And then what I did with him is I hooked the leash. So didn't even tie it, just hooked it around a door handle. And then I asked him to sit and then I start taking steps away from him. Okay. And, and then when he goes to walk towards me, the leash is at its end and it's putting that pressure exactly where you want it and it forces them into a sit once they get to the end of the leash and when they sit good that's when you give the treat you reward the sitting and staying and then walk keep walking back and then it it's forcing them to sit there and you're going good and then come back and then reset again and then like put them back on the door and start walking like ask them to sit like with the leash like loose up like mm-hmm. still tied to the door handle and start walking back and like uh 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 sit and walk right. back but eventually when he gets to the end of the leash it's going to force him into it because there's no more length left and it's giving him that pressure that makes it forces him to sit back right okay so even if you get a slip lead and and start with even just the sit you know that he knows the sit awesome yes let's get let's start getting him to stay yeah he's pretty funny <laughs> sometimes with a sit so he'll be like at the other end of the room and I'll say, Ralph, sit. He'll either like sit where he is mm-hmm. or he'll walk up to me and sit. But sometimes he'll sit like facing like a weird direction, like facing the <laughs> wall or <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> it's almost like he gets like nervous. He's like, oh, 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 oh. And then he like shuffles yeah. and then he'll sit and it's like, what are you doing? You're like facing the other way (laughs) (laughs) but he's still a puppy right so like if if you mark this at like no matter which way he's facing he's still he's he's still completed the command oh for sure yeah no that's and he's getting good with his come command too oh good yeah 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 no i use the slip lead from like day one because like from day one you're communicating uh with them through leash pressure leading you're able to lead them much better yeah. So again, like if you like, you can, and the, the, the good thing about the slip lead is that it's super versatile. So if you want to start like practicing like recall, which you will like later on, you, um, 
can hook the end of the slip lead onto a longer leash. So now like you, you go away and you say, come, if they don't, then you say, Ralph, no. And again, you start pulling on that leash, giving that pressure. And as soon as he starts walking to you, you release the pressure. Yes. That's what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. You're coming towards me. The uncomfortable feeling goes away when you start doing what, and what, what I want you to do. And you mark it with your good or yes or whatever, and then reward of whatever kind. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, yes. he's doing yes. good. And the other thing that I'm working on is him jumping on the coffee table, oh. which is low, mm -hmm. and the couch. Yeah. So so that's difficult because as he grows, our coffee table is so low that his head is just going to like hover over it. And oh, yeah. I want to like nip that in the bud like you're not to put your head like over the coffee table. <laughs> Again, with the slip lead, that would be like a little quick little pop, like a uh, uh, with your no sound. Mm -mm. Yeah. Not so he's pretty good if I'm standing there. Yep. Like I'll see him walk towards the table mm -hmm. and then I'll walk there and I'll be like, no, off. And then he'll just sit. Yeah. But if I'm like in the kitchen and he's just kind of like playing around, he will jump on the coffee table. <laughs> so... <laughs> Get out your like bonker. just his front paws. Get out your bonk your bonker. So like get out a little rolled up dish. Oh yeah, with elastic around it. And so so from from the kitchen, if you see him with paws up on the coffee table, it's Ralph no. And if he doesn't, and if he does like or off, like Ralph off. If he doesn't listen, Ralph no. If he doesn't listen, throw pitch that bonker at him. Little face cloth bunker oh, face cloth and it's hard when they're puppies because they're going to be like toy <laughs> well that's what i'm thinking because i tried the spray yeah and he liked it <laughs> <laughs> he was like opening his mouth and trying to catch it and <laughs> just like oh is, god is there anything that you've seen him like um afraid of or react to or anything like that yes but <laughs> things that I cannot use. Oh. So I've seen Ralph be scared of two things so far. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's not scared of anything. And he's just like <laughs> a little tank. <laughs> Sometimes he'll like come charging at you. And then he'll like charge at you and then he'll get in front of you and then he'll sit and you're like, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was outside last night. And the light from the front porch casted like a shadow of us onto like the neighbor's house <gasps> yeah and he saw it and he got scared so ralph <laughs> is scared of his own shadow <laughs> oh my god and this evening i was outside with him it was like a little bit dark and there was a dog whining like a few houses down oh yeah so he just kind of like sat and like was, was tilting like his head the head tilt oh my yeah. god you need to get the head tilt on video <laughs> and then he ran back to the porch and then oh. he sat on the porch wow and then he wouldn't come back down oh and then he peed on the porch oh ralph Raul. yeah oh <laughs> he's a pup he's a pup so i can't use that against him no you can't to make him stop no but i i can try the bunker and then the can monster yes Yes, I need to get that can monster to you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ooh. 
the can monster for anyone who doesn't know what the can monster is um it was one of the strategies that we used in some of the training and stuff especially uh when it has to do with barking but again it looks like ralph might need it in other contexts as well but uh <laughs> people take rocks or they take pennies or they take something and they put it in a can and then when you shake it it makes like a super loud and abrupt noise that almost scares the dog so again it's like uh you're distracting them out of whatever behavior it is that they're doing and Vero coined the it, the the can monster, <laughs> and then decided to make a prototype and made like a a can that looks like a monster. <laughs> it makes a scary noise when you shake it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's beautiful. She lent it to me. Um, Matt still uses it the odd time when Gibbon barks out the front. Oh yeah, somebody walking by with their dog. Ooh, I'll have and to it, make a second one then. And it works pretty good, but. No, no, no. I'll have to bring that back over. Ralph Ralph is in need of a can monster. (laughs) (laughs) But besides that, it's pretty good. He has like this hour, I guess they call it like the witch hour, where he's just like fired up. When is it? Like zoomies and jumping on everything and biting. It's usually in the evening between like five and seven. I wonder if it's like the same for all dogos because some of my colleagues at work were mentioning the same thing about their puppies. They're like, oh my God, he goes like berserk in the evening. Like, yeah, really rambunctious. And I think having my boyfriend come home Mm -hmm. just adds to like that excitement. Excitement. Yeah. It'll be interesting as he gets older and starts learning the, the, the commands, it will be getting him to sit and stay until. Um, your BF comes through the door, takes off of his like his his coat, like you know what I mean, until yes. you release, until either you or him releases. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So other things I was doing with Ralph today. Um, so I sat on a stool, and I had Ralph sitting in front of me. Uh, so I would reach and grab his collar, like mm-hmm. tightly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he he wouldn't move, I'd be like yes, and then I'd give him a treat. And then I do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And um, he was sitting and I would hold a treat in the palm of my hand with my hand open mm-hmm. uh, close enough to him. Mm-hmm. And just like an impulse control thing. Yeah. Um, but he got it like from the very start. Like even the first time I did it, he just didn't move. I was like, yes. <laughs> and I gave it to him. That's awesome. Um, so we did that today. That's good. So that's good. Yay. He also cut his nails oh yes yes and we cut a little too far today oh no mm. poor ralph oh, I i'll can do remember. better next time yeah I've, i felt I've, bad i it always feels bad and that's why i've moved 100 percent to the dremel because you can't you you might hit it and it might be sensitive to them but you're not gonna snip it right off because right. like same like I I I, told, I mentioned this several times that I guess it's a Weimaraner trait because I, again I've tried touching like I I still continue to touch Gibbs paws every day but he hates it and um, so nail cutting can be a bit of a trying time but we w- did some work with the Dremel like again hand feeding like his dinner to him and getting him comfortable with the, the Dremel touching his paws and that sort of thing but one of the last times that I clipped because I used to clip and then use this like sort of cheaper version of a dremel like to just sand off like all the corners and stuff like that and all the like stray little nail pieces um when i clipped him he he yelped and and i like he was yelping before i even clipped so i thought he was being like a weimaraner drama queen (laughs) 
<laughs> but then I looked afterwards and I'd hit the quick. I did. Oh. But he was like yelping before I even touched. But like, yeah, so, I so was it's like, hard hey, to say. I'm like, you're being like a drama like guy. And then I looked back afterwards and there was like, I could see a bit of blood. And I was like, oh, no, no, I actually cut him. <laughs> I was like, okay, I feel bad. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I moved to the Dremel. So it's like literally not even made for dogs, it's like a power tool. Bought yeah. from like Rona. I asked for it for Christmas, <laughs> and it's been going really well. And he's like getting better and better each time now. So and Becky's just Becky's just always been amazing. She's yeah, yeah. She literally just like stands there and is like, "Podicure, okay, sure, thank you, <laughs> yeah, thanks, mom, thanks for getting rid of my dragon lady nails." <laughs> but um, no, she's doing very well. So yas yas to the Dremel for nail. Care. Yes, and I yas have one. To- I introduced yeah. it to him today. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I would do that like once a week. Once I think week. my clippers are also too big. He didn't yell for anything. Like he yeah. didn't really act any differently. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was fine. And then I did the other paw mm-hmm. and then he kind of lied down and fell asleep. And I was looking at his nails to see like how good a job I did. Yeah. And I saw that it was like a little bit bloody, but it wasn't dripping or anything. It was just yeah. like, I, I must have caught like just the very, very tip. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, yeah. Shall we talk about this show? Yes. So spoiler alert to everyone. Not that there's like, it's like a huge, like dramatic show or anything. It's literally about, um, this guy who trains dogs like really well. He's like the dog. He's it's like a well, it's like any of the amazing dog trainers that we talk about. Yeah. But um, um, so you watched episode three and four, eh? Yeah, I actually and watched five also. I think I watched like a head to I watch like so I watched one and two, but what impressed me? So what is his name? This is so terrible. I don't even know. Just just here. Yes, yes, yes. So he is like this hardcore gangsta dude dog trainer <laughs> yeah from o- oakland california like grew up in the hood and had a dog growing up a pit bull i don't know if you heard it on your episode this is an no. episode one he talks about so i felt like i missed part of that yes. story so in the first episode so you see you meet this tough guy like he talks about like a bit about what, what he does but like um as he's going to meet like one of his like it's the what the first show is about it's a this guy with a with a pit bull which i'll tell you about in a second but um he talks about growing up with his dog and that his dog was his buddy and his dog had his back like and he had this great time but his dog was protective and bit somebody and he had to put his dog down so here's this like tough dude like who's like awesome at what he does and like you can you can see that right out the get-go but like in episode one he talks about why he got into it so describes this and literally starts describing taking his dog to the vet to be put down and he's like bawling like on on the first show so uh, again we've talked about this before we talked about on our like super sad and depressing shows but like you can be like the toughest of tough but when your dog dies it makes a grown man cry (laughs) it does it makes a like tough ass dude like out of oakland california cry like on a like yeah you know it's not easy series on netflix so um anyways so uh having said that he realized that you need 
control of your animal. So started like uh, training in various different types of dog training and he helps different people. So I found, so episode one was very interesting because it's very cool. And I, and I found that in the different episodes that we watched, there were sort of like different challenge challenges. And, and when we talked about trainers before, and even one of the clients on one of these shows um, mentions that it is, it's not just about the dog. It's about, it's about the people too. He's like, he, he talks about their hangups because people, like we mentioned on some of these shows, it's what you're bringing to the relationship too. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got, if yeah. you've, you've got issues that you're leaning on your dog for, for something like, let's say you don't have any grandkids and you're empty nesting and now you buy this dog and you're humanizing it to like the next level. That's your issue, not the dog's. <laughs> episode four wait till yep. you hear about it <laughs> oh, God, did you yeah. listen to it right yes yes <laughs> so um so i'll tell i'll tell you about episode one and two the uh the two ones that i watched and i found episode two for anybody out there with a new dog Oh. or who's adopted a dog episode two is an excellent show to watch about basic dog training like Ooh. where to start from di- from day one you know well, what I mean? Then. Like just like getting the dog to focus. How do you do that? He talks about hand feed and it's sh- like he- people notice that from the second this guy walks into the room, they're listening to him and they're just like, how do you do that? And it's very easy. It's very easy. And there's more videos just like it. But anyways, I recommended it to a bunch of my friends at work. I'm like, watch, watch episode two. It's mm. like, it's awesome. It will show you like right at the get go, how to get your dog to focus on you and what you're saying and what you expect of, of him. So Episode one is about uh, this guy in LA and he looks like a a single guy who likes to mingle, a single guy who likes to mingle. He's a very very social guy and um, he was looking for a dog and went onto this rescue website and found this like pit bull. And she is, she's very gorgeous and her name is Lady Macbeth. (laughs) Aww. And the rescue site did this awesome job. It was like one of those people that come and have like professional photos done. And like the photo that they posted, like she's <laughs> very, she's very pretty. So here's Ooh. Lady Macbeth's story though. She belonged to a, a homeless uh, person. And mm. then in an altercation of some sort, the homeless person was shot and passed away. And in that oh. same altercation, she was shot and lost no one of her legs so it is a three-legged pit bull oh and is she the picture on the uh yes when you, yeah. okay yes yeah. and um so this guy brought her into her, his home so he 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 talks about bringing her home on the first night and she was very standoffish and he was in that same boat where i'm sure lots of dog owners are at some point where you think oh no what have i done <laughs> What did I do? What did I do? I did that with Scraps. I did that with uh, Gibbon. I'm sure I did it with like all of them because like dogs don't come without their issues and we don't come without ours. So he was like, what did I do? And then on the first night, on the first night, she crawled into bed with him and slept next to him. And then he he just said after that, we were inseparable. He's like the bond just That's so cute. You know, like in the movie, in the movie Twilight, it's like he, he imprinted on me. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that, but oh. that's sort of the the vibes I was getting from that. <laughs> so, um, but the problem with that and the problem with her behaviors coming from the situation that she came from is he couldn't have anybody over to the house because she's protective, right? 
she's scared she's anxious she's got like who knows what's going on she's got like no confidence because uh who knows what her life was like living with a homeless individual right and then to have something scary like you know like the gunshot imagine how scary that would have been in the pain as a result and then being put in the shelter and the surgery like that's a that's traumatic that's traumatic for humans who have like an understanding of it but she literally had like no under anyways issues and she was she started biting one of his friends so jazir come comes in i really need to look up and make sure i'm saying his name right because i feel i'm gonna feel really bad if we aren't but anyways um comes in and starts talking he he does like an assessment and tries to figure it so he tries to see okay is she food motivated is she like uh, right. praise motivated and starts figuring out those sort of things. And he starts, you know, trying to step into the owner and watching what her reactions are. So he's doing a quick little uh, assessment on her. Then the next thing he does is he takes her back to um, his facility, which is like pretty much like anybody, any of the dog trainers where I've seen like the, the environment, which they work in, it's the same. So they always do a bit of agility training because that like promotes confidence in dogs. So like running up and down ramps, like walking alongside like um, benches or whatever, and like just doing basic commands. And then again, like back to the basic training and all he uses is either food or a slip lead or whatever mm-hmm. it is that motivates them like there was another episode that i'm sure you're going to talk about where it was it was drive it was like prey so it's like this yes. one, they took all the toys away and then that's what you're using as your reward to keep yeah. them motivated and keep them focused on you so anyway so um the episode like he transforms this this dog and now this guy can have like and he then he comes back with the dog so only some of them i find he takes back to his facility not all of them, like in episode two, which I'll tell you about in a sec, he, he doesn't. I think it depends on what it is exactly that's going on with the dog. But I think the more aggressive ones, like where there's biting and stuff like that involved, I think he takes them back to the facility to do a bit of that agility and some of the basic command sort of training. He does, And then he brings them back to the owner and then teaches the owner how to uh go along with these exercises and stuff like that so beautiful story guy super happy lady macbeth is doing awesome she's more confident she's not guarding anything all right episode two so uh, i'm impressed right at the get-go so again like yeah and i divvied up some episodes here but i just kept watching because i was like i I don't know maybe it's like i could watch dog training like literally all day i'm like yeah me too interesting (laughs) oh cool oh i see what he did there you know what i mean and you wonder sometimes if it's something that you could do but um anyways so in episode two it's this young couple who are married and then they just decided to rescue a dog. So they got this beautiful German shepherd, beautiful German shepherd. Oh man, is he a cutie, but it always shows them with their dog at the beginning of the episode. They can't even walk this thing down the street. He's like jumping on cars. He's like lunging out at stuff. He's like all over the place and like trying to, uh, um, he's just completely uncontrollable and they're like sit sit stop no no stop stop and, and you can tell that the owner's getting like super frust it's so frustrating when they don't listen right like there's sometimes yeah. where you're just like oh my god oh my god i'm gonna kill you um <laughs> but like um and that's why they're lucky they're so cute but um, yes <laughs> he, you can see him getting so frustrated, but he can't like there's there's no accountability there 
So again, like we've said, you can stand there yelling, sit, 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 sit. Yeah. Stop, stop. Down, down, down. If you don't show them what down means, they don't, they don't know. Yeah. So literally in the first three minutes that this guy comes into their apartment, he has the dog sitting there and staring at him over here and like sit over here and like sit so and then he he takes him out for a walk and watches him and he's like well okay guys like so what are you doing to make sure that he stops or that he's down or that he's like whatever and then he starts showing them just and again this dog it was all just about the food so he he told them he's like okay so from now on you're hand feeding all the meals and he's like and you're showing them what gets him paid so I'm sitting, he's sitting there holding food in his hand and the dog just comes up like literally in the first three minutes and just sits there. Cause he knows if he sits like, he's get gonna food. Get food. and so, and then you mark it with sit and good. And then like, again, he gives what I find interesting about him, which I haven't seen with others, but maybe, maybe I didn't watch them as much is that he gives a release word for like everything. So after he like asks them to sit or to go over here or down then he goes break and he throws like a a piece of food like off Mm. so that they they run away so you're teaching them break means like okay you can you can yeah you're free to do whatever yeah Yeah. so I found that interesting I I never did that like and and it like so also when you watch this you sort of reflect on your own training because my Gibbs is my precious boy he's sitting here with me now cuddling up but um he knows the place command very well like even if people are coming to the door or whatever it's place and when somebody's like knocking on the door it's it's definitely harder for him to sit in the place and he's sitting there like like waiting like just waiting like for you and our release word is okay which again i wish i'd chosen a different word because you say okay a lot in conversation yeah but um um Sometimes when I put Gibbs in a place uh, command and then uh, it's not necessarily like, and he's pretty good at staying there. But um, even when I say like, like it's not because of of like he, I think Gibbon thinks that the place command is for a specific reason, like somebody being at the door or because he got in trouble or because I'm cooking in the kitchen and he's like, and he knows not to be in there or that type of thing. And um some but sometimes I just put them there like even if he's to, like I don't know just to get him out of the way <laughs> sometimes yeah. I'm just like place given and like he, he goes there and then when I'm like I'm like okay he's like well like there's nobody <laughs> he's like hesitant to like he's sort of like he's like there's nothing as exciting maybe so maybe he wants to like continue laying there but like I find he's like very weird with my release command sometimes and maybe it's because I didn't teach him that it's like yes like you can get off like yeah yeah you know what I mean or maybe he's confused because we say okay like all the time because sometimes I say okay and like and I'm like no what are you doing like place and then I'm like oh yeah I just said okay like no when I'm talking to my kids or my husband or something without even realizing it. Right. So again, choose your words wisely people, but um, it did not take any like amount of incredible style training or anything to get this German because German shepherds are smart 
and they figure it out quick. Mm-hmm. And he, this German shepherd was like nothing. And like, this was about to be like a relationship ender for them because this guy came from like a, a family background where like, and it's so funny because it's like, they get emotional sometimes in some, like some of their discussions because the husband was like, no, like I come from a place where you have to respect, like, and it bothers me when he doesn't respect me. Whereas his wife came from like, sort of like a bit of like an emotionally abusive background. So when you're like yelling constantly, stop and no, and like, she was like, stop yelling at our dog. So like, they were not on the same page at all when it came to like the dog training. And it was like, really detrimental to the relationship. And like, just with like, learning how to get the dog to understand what you're saying and like such a small amount of time made such a, a drastic difference to their relationship and now they love their dog and everything's under control and yay for dog training yay yay all right enough so, blabbing from me <laughs> i looked him up and his name is joss joss so i don't know if in episode one and two his wife is pregnant yes and they have a boy named jazir jazir yeah yes so that's where i got that i thought they had the okay. same name oh okay yeah. But it's close. Yeah. <laughs> yas, Jas. <laughs> yas to the Jas. Yas, Jas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so episode three is about security dog training. So he meets up with this uh, gentleman. His name is Andre Berto. Mm-hmm. He's a world-class professional boxer. So some of you might know who he is. So he trains dog to be a security dog. So this guy wanted a dog uh, for security reasons for when he's kind of like traveling and his wife and his new baby girl are alone. He just wanted a dog there to make sure that uh, that they were safe. Um, So he does have a breeding program for protection dogs and he does refreshers about like four times a year minimum on all his dogs. So he provided Andre with a security dog. The dog's name is Nino. Mm -hmm. I believe it was Jas's dog first. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, he's all about keeping him, I think. Yeah. And I think it was hard for him to kind of let him go. Yes. And this is a Dutch shepherd. He's just beautiful, beautiful dog. They almost look like Egyptian kind of like it's like it's like pictured yeah. a German hair, but with like a less like beefier coat, like they're more sleek looking shepherds. It's like a Malinois mixed with a German shepherd. Yeah. 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 They are beautiful. Yeah. Or like a, a Nikita, like a yes. bigger Nikita. Yes. Uh, so he goes to this guy's house. Uh, this guy has Nino. He's had him for a while. So he's going to do a refresher with him. So he teaches them, so it's important for the dogs to know like when to turn on uh, for full protection, but also to turn off. So during this refresher session, uh, Jess puts on like his big suit. I don't know what it's made of. I feel like when I see the dogs attack that it just, it still just looks like it hurts. Mm hmm. I don't know if it does. Like, if you've ever seen like police it... training videos, like police dog training videos, you'll yeah. it's like the, the big, like padded sort of suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what he had on. Uh, so Andre's kind of like walking around with the dog outside, and then he tells the dog, "I think it's get him." Mm-hmm. So Andre's like, "Get him!" And the dog just like turns on, runs towards Jas, and just jumps on him and bites him. 
-hmm. and he he teaches the dog to bite like upper arm closer to the chest Mm -hmm. so that if the other person that's getting bit um, has a weapon it's harder for them to get access to it Mm -hmm. and to get the dog so he does that and then the release word is out Mm -hmm. so he says out comes get the he actually walks over grabs the dog by the collar says out and then brings the dog back Mm -hmm. and puts him in a down it looks like he he's using german words it is and i think it's because so that people don't say it yeah around them i don't know if i think it's a style of training because i remember we there was somebody at our previous place of work she was a rep for a company and she did police dog training and i think it's a specific type of training called schitzen Because I remember laughing at it. Shits like in your pants in? <laughs> yes. Because it makes people a shits in their pants when this dog comes for them. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I, I'll look it up. You keep talking. But like, it's, so it's, it's a German style of training. Okay. Um, I thought it's because like, let's say you're walking down the street with your dog. Mm-hmm. And this other person is talking to their buddy and they're like, get him, get him. You don't yeah. want the dog to like turn on accidentally. Oh, so... It says, so it's like, it's called like, it's actually spelt like S-C-H-U-T-Z-H-U-N-D. So it's like, it's like Schutzhund, which, which, um, Hund in German is dog, H-U-N-D. Sorry, continue, keep going. No, that's fine. Okay. What's the sh, what's the shit part? Let me see, Uh, (laughs) protection, protection dog. Oh, protection dog. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought it was that, so... The, like the dog wouldn't hear like get him on mm-hmm. the corner of the street and then kind of just turn on and attack somebody Anybody, like somebody yeah like a kid yeah. or something yeah e- so anyway so he puts he brings the dog back puts the dog in a down and then jazz takes off his <laughs> takes off his suit and then he says okay put the leash i don't know if he had like another collar on put the leash on the other collar and while he's like oh just a second i'll put my suit back on and while he's changing the leash, the dog gets free and mm-hmm. attacks Jess again. Mm-hmm. So he, if he would not have put on his suit again, he would get. Bit. Did you see this one? Yes, I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think actually he takes off his suit to let the dog to release the dog. Anyways, mm-hmm. if he would not have put on his suit again, like he was toast. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I that if we were to ever like meet or interview Joss, I would ask how many bites have you had in your training? Oh yeah, like do you ever slip? I'm up? sure he has. I'm. I would. I would. That would be a good question for. We should go into some of the Q and A Q and As and say, have you ever gotten bit? What was your mistake? Yeah. What do you? What did you learn from it? Mm, mm, future episode. Don't, future don't episode. take off your suit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So he practices this uh, with Jess, all the exercises he does with Jess and also with um, Andre's, sorry, he does them with Andre and then also his wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because this is to protect like his wife and his daughter while he's out traveling, boxing all over the world. Uh, so he does it with the wife too. And then they practice home invasion. So searching inside the house. I found that so cool. Yeah. So Andre and his wife, they're sitting and they have the dog 
and Jas comes in and he's like in the dog's face and he's like, yeah, and then Jas runs and hides in a room and he, has, he puts on his suit. He lets Andre know like when to release the dog. And then when they release the dog, they say search. And you can see the dog just like going from room to room, like super fast. Yeah. Uh, and when he gets into the room that Jas is in, he just like jumps right at him and bites him. Mm-hmm. So he does that also, again, like with Andre and Andre's wife. Um, and that was that was the refresher. Yeah. It's so interesting to me. It's interesting to me, and he says it in the episode too, it is the highest form of obedience mm-hmm. in dog training because it's easy to get drive in a dog. It's easy to ramp a dog up. That's easy. That's the easy part. The hard part is turning it off on a dime. Like yeah. and and that's part of the training that you don't say a command more than once and that's how you pass the refresher. He's like, no, yeah. do it again. Like only say it once. It it's once one word command out mm-hmm. means like drop the dude like now. And if he doesn't, like it's like yeah, correction with the collar. Yeah, and that's how you teach them, and that's how everybody should teach their dog. Not sit, 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 stop, stop, sit. stop. <laughs> down 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 <laughs> once once and enforce it because yeah. that's that's obedience yeah yeah God, so that God. was episode three i'm thinking it should be the same with my kids like do your laundry do your laundry <laughs> clean your room <laughs> clean your room clean your room. <laughs> and then um, you just stand there and you wait <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get slip leads for my children <laughs> Just a little, boop, little, little pop of the leash, little little neck pressure until they <laughs> get the laundry put away. Oh, that's funny. I wonder if that's where the term "ring your neck" comes from. <laughs> I'm gonna ring your neck, ring your neck. Yeah. Uh, so that was episode three, and then episode four was just yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> episode four. So there's this boy Andrew who has this service dog uh, because he has anxiety. So it's a Maltipoo named Heaven. And this dog seems like okay while she's inside the house, but is just a wild on walks. Mm-hmm. And she got loose um, one day and almost got hit by a car. Yeah, they live close to a busy street. And she ran yeah. like literally into traffic and they were like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they called Jess. Cali canine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Heaven doesn't listen. Uh, she's also wearing a harness, mm-hmm. which doesn't help because she, like, we've talked about this before. Um, she can it's not pull the right easily. kind of pressure. Yeah. yeah. It's pressure on the shoulders where they can, like, pull the most. So, <laughs> so Jess gets to their house and. There, he looks at the dog, plays with the dog a little bit, and gets the dog to sit and all that. And then he's like, okay, let's see this dog outside. So they take the dog for a walk. And he's just watching this the mom getting the dog ready. Oh, my God. It was my favorite part of the show. <laughs> so she's putting on these, like, little booties so that her feet don't get dirty and or wet. Because she doesn't go on the wet grass. And then they get to the sidewalk. And she's like, oh no, I forgot the pet stroller and the backpack. 
And Jax yeah. is just like, what? So she goes back inside the house and gets this pet stroller and this big bag to take the dog for a walk. He thought she was joking, but she yeah. wasn't. She was not joking. So he makes it very clear that um, as the show goes along, that she is definitely like part, like the big, probably the biggest part of the problem uh, with this, mm-hmm. with this <laughs> this dog that doesn't listen. Um, she humanizes the dog a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like her. I think she mentioned that it was like her daughter that she never had like a granddaughter yep yeah and that's how she treats her uh she buys her like all these little cute little things little cute collar little pink collar because it was cute um and that's fine i mean you can buy stuff because it's cute but you also need stuff that's functional it's it's one Uh, thing if it's for like an insta photo or you're doing it for like halloween like as a little like cutesy thing like a mm one-off or whatever but to be like legit dressing your dog every day like it's like a child because you don't want their little paws to get dirty it's weird it's weird it's weird (laughs) it's weird so the first exercise that they did is that they worked on engagement so they got heaven um to step onto like a box like a platform and sit um, and then he does that with uh, the, the kid, Andrew. So Andrew does that. And he tells Andrew, like, you need, this needs to be done like 50 times a day. And since this dog is your service dog, you need to do at least 30 of those 50 times. Yeah. And he does. Mm-hmm. And you can see during the next visit, like she does very well inside the house. But as soon as they bring her outside, she doesn't listen anymore. She's also she's also on the wet grass. Yep. Yep. Refusing to like move without refusing her to sit. And they're like, and they're like, no, but it's because she doesn't want her feet wet. And he's like, uh, yeah, I don't care. It's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's not gonna sit on the wet grass. So they do some exercises outside, and he's like, we're not leaving this backyard until until she sits. And she does a lot of progress. And I don't think we see like the very end of the uh, training with this dog, but she does do a lot of progress with Andrew. Um, The last walk that they took, like she's listening a lot more. It's not pulling. She, it's almost like she was, she's had like too much caffeine, right? She's on this walk and she's just like high strung and Mm -hmm. just looking everywhere and pulling. And then the last walk that we see Andrew do with this dog heaven she's not pulling Mm -hmm. yep so yay that's what i thought was the coolest part of the episode is that like and and again it's like a holistic approach to the animal it's like animal and owner and Mm -hmm. so the here was this dog that was purchased for this kid who's completely capable of 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 caring for this dog Yet the mom's doing all the care work for him and like right. he just like has this dog to like cuddle whenever he wants. So he teaches the kid no. It, it, like he in one part of the episode he was like, um, so whose dog is this? Like yours? Yeah. Okay. So why, why is your mom doing all the work? Like let's mm-hmm. go kid. Like w- which I thought was awesome. And because you're teaching yeah. the kid responsibility too. That's like good yes. skills for a kid to have. And I don't know how old he was. Like he looked like what? Like an, at least preteen at the very least Mm -hmm. so totally capable of doing it like my kids are great with the dogs and they teach them tricks and stuff like that and 
I think like, you know, even as parents, you get into the easy way of doing things, which is like you, it's, it takes time. It's just like training a dog. It's just, it's just like raising children. You are responsible for teaching them certain skills Mm -hmm. and it's easy to just like do everything for them because it takes time and patience to get somebody to teach a new skill. It does. And, um, you know, we all live busy lives and stuff like that, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can, your, your kids can only wear Velcro shoes for so long. (laughs) (laughs) Bunny ears. I, I can remember having a friend being like, you know, like I can't, I can't find Velcro shoes for my kid. And it's like, well, that's maybe a sign that it's time for them to learn how to tie their shoes. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous, but you know what I mean? It's, it's true though. It's like, it's so easy to do for um, kids because it's just easier and it makes things go faster in our like super mm-hmm. fast paced lives. But at some point, like you're not, you're doing them a huge disservice. You have to teach people how to exist in their own lives and be responsible and be accountable for what's going on and especially with dogs because dogs if untrained and not you're not accountable or responsible for their behavior can be a liability Mm -hmm. yeah the dangerous animals dangerous anyway good show i would i would i would recommend watching the show i'm gonna continue watching the season oh me too and um, especially episode two Mm. Yeah, you need to watch episode two. It's such a good one because it's just so simple and straightforward. There wasn't any major issues with this dog. They just didn't know how to communicate with him. Yeah. It's just, yeah, they were on two separate, like, the, the, there's three people. Well, there's two people in one dog, sorry. <laughs> Who's humanizing <laughs> now? Um, two people and one dog in that household, and none of them were on the same page. So it's, it's chaotic and it's not fun, right? No. Like, it's when you train your dog and they listen to you and then you enjoy your relationship with them like so much more yeah you're like it's like you're proud like you just love them like it like it just it's just it's just just good people it's just plain good (laughs) (laughs) and that's all i got to say how it'll be with ralph Yes, it will. I can't wait to see him come along. And sometimes it's like, yeah, there's challenges like there always is. People learn differently. And Mm -hmm. you just got to figure out how to get through to them. And when you do, it's like, it's rewarding. It's so rewarding. Yeah. When they figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just thinking about how, so he would like run to the couch Mm -hmm. and then sit and then kind of like put his front paws on it. And then I'd go over and be like, no, off. And then I'd, like, take the leash and, like, drag him off. Mm-hmm. But now, <laughs> I think he, he kind of knows now. So he'll run to the couch with, like, his little, like, high head. But then he'll yep. keep going. Oh, it's like he's making like... me, like, run to the couch for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, crack. good boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ralph, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How is Gibbons' uh, gut going? Well, it's funny that you say that. The update there is, um, so he, Gibbon went to the cottage with my father, everybody, and he ate a whole pile of birdseed and came home violently ill for days where we couldn't get him to hold down food. And we, I decided to take him to the vet because he was like losing weight and like nothing was staying down. 
took him to the vet, had some very expensive blood work done, and it turns out uh, he's got the pe- he had the pancreatitis. So um, it's from eating birdseed, which had a high fat content. But I always found that his gut was like he ha- mostly has loose stools than than solid. If at at the best of times, it's like literally like fifty fifty. So uh, that's why I was happy to do the blood work and then had a chat with the vet about food and stuff like that. And of course, if I could go raw, like I wish I could, but it's super expensive and just not suited to her lifestyle. But she recommended going with a less rich food. So I went to the food store and had a long conversation with somebody there who has a very similar dog who also had pancreatitis once. She recommended this brand of food that she was very happy with. So we... Um, had gastrointestinal food from the vet which is like literally one of the worst rated foods which is why I went to the dog food store because I Mm -hmm. wanted to see if there was a healthier brand Um, but he he was fine and like his guts evened out on the crap food which I was bummed about but even the lady at the store was like no you gotta put him on the gastrointestinal stuff she's like I know it's like the worst but like you have to like let his his system like even out from all the super high fatty stuff especially with everything inflamed so uh, now we're transitioning him to the new food and I'm noticing the loose stool starting to come back again but no vomiting which I'm happy with okay so we're gonna give it another week and this is the sad thing too is that he's so so skinny he's lost too much weight he's too skinny and I I don't know how to get the calories into him without inflaming his whole entire sensitive system so today I I wrote a message to the adored beast and they got back to me right away and um super kind and I just asked like I told them what was going on and what kind of the issues we were having and um, they wrote back and recommended a couple of different products and was like, if you have any questions, you can reach out to this person, let us know. They're like, I sent them a photo and they were like, he's a very beautiful boy. I was uh-huh. like, yes, he is. <laughs> so um, okay. I might I might uh, try one of their gut soothe. Yeah. Uh, pre and, and, and probiotics to see if that helps break down the food a little bit more and yeah. they also they also recommended like a liver enzyme so okay. um i might start out with the start with one thing one thing and then see if the liver stuff does to like help yeah so we'll go from hopefully. there hopefully fingers crossed mm-hmm. poor gibbon poor gibbon my poor gibbon oh. I know. I just want him to put on a little bit of weight because Weimaraners yeah. are so skinny already. He's got no weight to lose. I know. When he, it doesn't take much before he literally starts looking like a Skeletor. So, poor Gimo. Aw. That's okay. a wrap. That's a wrap on <laughs> Les Boop Snoots. See you next See week. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.